Welcome back to another episode of Louisiana Ladies. My name is Melissa Torito. And I am Maggie Robinson. And this is a podcast with with no no agenda. We would love if you guys would subscribe to the podcast and that way you never miss a new episode. Additionally, when you subscribe, if you could rate and review, we would really appreciate that as well. We are also on social media, both Instagram and Facebook, so please give us a follow at Louisiana Ladies Podcast. And Maggie? You can reach us at our email address, louisianaladiespodcast at gmail.com. We're back with our fourth episode of the year. So far, I'm doing really good keeping Woo-hoo. count. Uh, this is uh, one of our is favorite. Is it our fourth? Yeah. Yes. I thought we were only doing three a month, though. I know. We're off track. Okay. Okay. It did, we didn't implement, implement it until we'd already scheduled. Okay. You got, yes. All right. That could be a blooper, Lainey. Anyway, uh, so this is a catch-up episode with me and Maggie and now Lainey, who's our podcast producer, sometimes a co-host. So it's been a while since we've done one of these because we did, Maggie, that we did change the format up. Remember, Mm -hmm. the guests were highlighting the guests, and we appreciate all of the guests that we've had on this year. We have had some really good feedback from them. So uh, shout out to Katie Boyer Malloy, um, Mark Holman, and Dr. Ketta, who was on here last week. Um, But yeah, we're going to do a little unedited catch-up episode because we haven't really caught up. Like, who are you, Maggie? What's been going on? I don't even know. What year is it? <laughs> what am I doing? Just a just a little uh, FYI for those out there that are not in the public accounting world. Um, 2020 in our brain is still not over because we have until February 15th to file certain returns for 2020. And now we're also filing stuff for 2021. So we're just like, oh God, we don't know what day it is or what year it is. I'm at this point where I read something and I don't read all the word. Like I asked a question about when something was happening and it was right there in front of my face. That That's where I'm at today. Um, just can't even read. Yeah, it's okay. Um, things are hard. Words are hard. Life Words are hard. hard. I've, I've kind of started off the year with a little bit of a um, minor health issue with my ear. Mm-hmm. So just a, it's nothing life-threatening. It's been more of an annoyance than anything. So just a, I have a lot of PSAs today, a lot of public service announcements for the listeners. So that would be the first one. If you have ringing in your ears that just comes up all of a sudden, uh, go see an ENT. Um, I have what they think is called sudden hearing loss, which I'm just going to put out there. I can still hear. Uh, It is just my hearing in my left ear. I have some mild hearing loss, which has resulted in ringing in your ears, which is called tinnitus. And, you know, so I've had to go through a series of uh, doctor's appointments and um, steroid therapies. We'll just put it at that for the sake of the podcast. So uh, hopefully that fixes it. There's not a definitive cure. Yeah, just imagine Melissa on steroids. <laughs> yeah, the first week when I was on oral steroids, whew, like I think I barely slept. So anyway, so that's been that's been really fun. But in the grand scheme of things, it hasn't been bad. It's just been like time consuming. And I'm like, oh my God. So we're recording this on January 26th to come out on January 31st. And then it is going to be February. Mm-hmm. And February means, Maggie, that we have another book. Yeah. 
Okay. Maggie's looking at me like, Melissa, I don't know where you're going with this. Well, you know, sometimes I just have to guess, but that's correct. We have a book, and I think this book is perfect for February. Let's do it, and it is Maggie's suggestion. Well, no. No, it's not. It's from Lauren Sherman. It's Lauren Sherman's suggestion <laughs> who works for us, but but Maggie's the one who uh, picked it. So, I'm trying to get back into reading. I just want to make time for it, and... By doing that, I got more active on my Goodreads account. Like, I'm connecting with people and trying to see. Because I think I've had my Goodreads account for a while. Because for some reason, I have all these friends on there. And I don't remember adding them. So, I must have had created one. Yeah, you have like 51 friends. Yeah. I was like, like, I have like five. I'm like, when did this happen? So, I was talking to Lauren Sherman about it. And we we were bouncing some books that we've read off of each other. And... You know, she sent me this one, and she had just finished it. I actually just finished um, We Begin at the End. Oh, yeah. Did you like it? I really liked it. That was a good book. That's probably one of the best books I read in 2021. I mean, they kept... Oh, I don't want to... I'm not going to mention any names, but, like, it made me cry a couple times. Yeah. It was a book that you finish, and I've said this. It's a book that you finish, and you want to text somebody or talk to somebody about it. Yeah. That's how I felt when I finished that book. Lainey, did you read it? See, I need to get... More on your schedule, because I feel like if I were to talk to you about the book now, you wouldn't remember. I'm not going to remember it, because I've already read, read like, six books since the beginning of the year. So, maybe I'm going to get a jump start on Reminders of Him. Um, that's the Colleen Hoover book of yes. the month for February. Yes. Reminders of Him. Um, Lauren Sherman texted me about this one and said, um, one of my favorite authors, it was great, Ugly Tears. So, if that's not your speed... You know, don't read it, but it's got 4.71 stars out of 5 on Goodreads with 32,000 ratings. It's going to be a good one. That's, I mean, that's, that's, that's legit. I read Ugly Love by Colleen Hoover. I feel like I read that. A couple months back. She's, you know, she writes turn, like, page turners. Yeah. So, let me see if I read Ugly Love, you know, I can't ever remember, but, you know, I have a goal, and I put it in Goodreads, Maggie, to read 50 books this year. Damn. Girl. 50. See, that's my thing with reading. I think I am a slow reader, not in the sense of, like, intellectually. But right. But, like, I don't want to sit down and read an entire book at one time. I like to absorb and enjoy the story. I like to kind of drag books out. I think I could do one a quarter. Yeah, that's that's four more. books a year. Yeah, yeah, that's more my speed. That's oh, wow. Me. Okay, so I read Ugly Love. I did read Ugly Love. I read it in 2019. And Do I you remember it. it? Not at all. I'm looking at the description. I don't remember it at all. But I gave it five stars, and I never give books five stars. Oh dang! So that's that's a BFD. All right. So oops. Is that okay that I said that? Yeah, you didn't I mean, say whatever. <laughs> okay, so let me look at my reading challenge. Mom, what's BFD? Yeah, sorry. I am six of out of. I've read six books. Since 2022 started, and I am three books ahead of schedule. See, that doesn't sound relaxing Wait. to me. That sounds stressful. So, okay. I love to read, though. I know. Hence why the ringing in the ear is so annoying, because it's hard to sit in silence. I've got so much to learn about Goodreads, but Megan Kerr, who is a listener of the podcast, yes. she's updated her status of her book. She's reading the Colleen Hoover book called... Oh, Verity? Oh, Verity. That, that one is excellent. So I, so I, I haven't read it, but like I've heard excellent. all about it. Excellent, excellent. But she's got her progress on the book in here. So that's yeah, she she 
I don't know her. Do you know her? Yeah. Meg? Okay. So first of all, she has it way more together than we do because she posts on Instagram. She just looks a little bit more organized than what we do. I'm not surprised she has her progress up there. Yeah. She's always been just the best. This would also be a good time to <laughs> let our listeners know to shoot us an email if they want to be in the book clubs. Yes. Since we have they changed like, the name. Okay. Yes. Because <laughs> book clubs. <laughs> Change the name. It's book now Club just Z. book clubs. It's now just book clubs. With an S. <laughs> and I don't know if anybody's going to remember that. Like when I said book club Z and I kept saying it and y'all were like, it's book clubs. And so when I saw that, it was like when they changed it to book clubs, I texted Lady and Maggie or I did it on Instagram and I was like, y'all, finally. I screw it up. Finally. Oh, good times. So join our book clubs. So, Lainey, I'll just tell you. So when it comes to how like reading It's not relax. I mean, it's not relaxing for everyone. It's just not. And so I think I've talked before on reading. Like, I really wish I could read some professional books, right? Mm -hmm. I feel like I should. I am a professional. I am a businesswoman. Those things do not interest me on an audio book or in a regular book. Or it needs to be a short. Like, I can do one that's like 100 pages, you know? A 300-page professional book is going to repeat itself 25 times. I like reading novels, but... I think the idea of having, like, a set goal and a number kind of stresses me out because I kind of just want to do it on my own speed, which is what I do. Mm-hmm. So here's why I have the goal. Do you want to know why I have the goal, Lainey? I do. I would like to know. To get my ass off of social media. So to spend time reading. As I said, like, last night I read about over 100 pages in my book because we, oh. we finished a show and then Patrick got rowdy clean in the kitchen and I went to my bedroom and I read for, like, an hour and a half. Wow. Why don't you, um, maybe not a business book, but I did hear about this book, and it's not, it's more like a self, self-help book. Here on a Mission. Okay. A Path to a Meaningful Life. I'm not sure. <laughs> I'm not sure how I should take that. Uh, well, it's not. Do, you know, do I need a more like, meaningful life, Maggie? Do no, I need self-help? I just want to read it. It's on my to-read list, so I'll just share it with oh, you. Oh, well, I just tried to connect with you on Goodreads, and I, I haven't used your error. Okay, so that's that's that about the book. Lainey, can we make sure that we do post, or Maggie, whoever's handling our Instagram, that we can post that book for next week on Instagram? Yeah, we can do that. Maybe even like a link to where to buy it, or maybe like a link to Red Stick Reads. Yes. I wanted to say something before we get, we move on Uh about reading slow. So I hybrid read. We begin at the end. So I'd listen to it in the car, the audio book, and then I'd, you know, at night I'd pick it up where I was in the audio book and read the pages. So I had both. Mm. I really liked that. Um, But I had the book so long that the library charged me for it. (laughs) So they told you, like, I'm not, we're not charging any fees right now, I guess maybe because of COVID or something. You had the actual book from the library. I had the actual book from the library. And um, I was like, okay, so I'm a little bit late. But I was like wanting to finish it because I wanted, you know, I don't want to keep somebody else from being able to read it. Yeah. So I finished it, and, like, I mean, days before I finished it, they're like, we charged you for the book because <laughs> you never returned it. Oh, like, charged you as in you purchased it. Yep. I thought I'd had it for like so long. Oh. No. No, they charged, like, 20 bucks for the book. So I just put it in the Dropbox. They said if I turned it in that they oh, would, that was nice. that they would fun. waive the fee. But oh. it just that's how long it took me. <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, typically if I'm not – doing something I'm going to try to read and I read every single night and now you know Patrick bought me a Kindle for my birthday like the new Kindle that has the amber light in the back and that's really helped 
if I'm up in the middle of the night with my insomnia, that has really helped with, like, it put, it literally puts me back to sleep. I can vouch for that. I can't read for very long in bed because I yeah. get so tired. Let's see, and last night, again, I'm still taking some steroid stuff, and I don't know, but, like, I was, like, amped up last night. Not really sure if it was because of what, what I've, I have no idea sometimes. Yeah. Um, also, uh, PSA, uh, just in case anyone has a dog, if your dog gets out in the morning when you're trying to go to work and it's raining and it's cold, two things are going to happen. One, you're going to get a shit ton of steps in looking for your damn dog. And two, you're going to burn a ton of calories. Okay. Now I only noticed this yesterday. I don't really pay attention to that calorie. I kind of look at it on my watch. I know that they're overstated. Most of the time I watch, if I'm working out, my watch is like, you have, um, you know, four to 500 active calories by the time I've exercised, walked around the office, gone to meetings, whatever. Yesterday, I had over a thousand active calories because one dog got out in the morning and the other dog got out in the evening. And that is why my voice is sounding super raspy and sexy today. (laughs) Because they couldn't get out on a sunny day when it's 65. They had to get out on a cold, rainy day. Right. Um, and I am going to throw Patrick Cerrito under the bus because I've been asking him to fix this area in our backyard that I knew that they were going to dig a hole and crawl out of. Ooh, patty cake. Oh, patty cake. Patty cake. But it's okay. We now have a metal chair back there because um, Pepper doesn't listen, as Maggie knows. Pepper's my schnauzer. Hey, she's on a dog thing. She's a boss. She runs up to Maggie every time that Maggie comes into my house, stares at her for maybe five seconds, like, I think I know you, and then just starts barking her head off at Maggie. <laughs> it's, I, I know it's coming. Like, I'm, she's looking at me, and I'm, I'm cringing, and I'm preparing, and it's still, I jump every single time. Every time. It's so high pitched. It's so high pitched, okay? Uh, almost as high pitched as the ringing in my ear. Maybe she's just telling me hello. I don't know, but it's very aggressive. I know, and she's like, (laughs) she's like 15 pounds. Okay. But Tucker, the adopted dog who got out early in the morning, needless to say, at least he listens to me. So like this morning he went back to try to explore where the hole was and I knocked on the window and he looked at me and ran back in. Pepper, I had to run out of my house. Y'all both been to my house where my bedroom is, for me to get outside, I have to run down the shotgun hall, go and like run. I have to like, I mean, that's, that's where I got my activity in. So anyway, so those are my public service announcements. Um, I'm also on the hunt for some good lipstick. Oh. That stays on. I don't haven't, I haven't mentioned that. I have an Ulta gift card. Oh, lipstick? Oh, I don't know. I've spent too much money at Ulta lately. I'm looking for something that keeps my lips from being chapped in the wintertime. Jeez. I got a good um, lip mask this weekend. Which one is Not that? the Laneige one. Because I went to Ulta, and they only sell that at Sephora. Yes, oh, I have. It's like a one. Korean skincare brand. I don't know, but it is some good stuff. You wake up and your lips are not chapped. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah, I put it on in the morning, too. So, I have the Laneige. Laneige. Yeah. Me too. But I don't know if it's actually legit one, because I ordered it from Walmart. You know how, like, sometimes oh, they'll, yeah. like, fake you out? I don't love that stuff. I have the, the lip gloss ones. I like the lip gloss ones better yeah, but, than the mask. Uh, I still feel like they don't. I still feel like Aquaphor is the best thing. The. For five bucks. Korean one that I got is. Does it taste bad? Good. Aquaphor? No. I love Aquaphor. I have Aquaphor, like, all over my house. I never tried Aquaphor. 
Okay, well, we need to share this. This is a product find. It is a product find. Let me, I think I know what it's called, but I don't want to say it wrong. Yeah, I need it. My lips are, they struggle this time of year. Yeah, well, it's. And then I'm not wearing lipstick because my lips are so cracked and dry. Like, lipstick would look terrible. So, I did lip scents for a long time. And I will tell you, I love lip scents. I'm Mm -hmm. not going to lie. It. The only problem I have with lip scents longevity. is longevity for a work day, yep. right? It is perfect if you are going out. A date night. A date night. Party. Uh, I love the way their lip glosses feel. Mm-hmm. I love the way it looks. They, they're they very, they're very pigmented to me. Where I get frustrated is, especially when it's cold outside, it's like, it's just by 2 p.m. I always cracked. found that it peeled on my lips. Yeah, mm-hmm. and yeah. then it was hard to touch it dry. You basically yeah. have to remove it, and yep. you have to completely reapply. So this stuff I got, the brand is called I Do Care, but it's D-E-W, oh. and it's called the Plush Party Lip Mask. Do they make lipsticks, too? I don't think so, because it's, it's more like a skincare. Oh, brand. so you got it from Ulta? Mm-hmm. Yes. Good to know. There's some good stuff. I feel like I have... Buttery Vitamin C Lip Mask. I probably have a ton of lipstick that you could just, like, sample and see what you liked. Because I... Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, bring me some. I've gone through some lipstick phases. Bring me some. Just to save you from, like, having to commit to something. I know. Because, like, if you buy it, it's like... Well, somebody told me that at this conference that I went to, which we're going to totally talk about... um, I do care. I see it. We're going to totally talk about my conference, which was amazing. She told me about uh, this MAC lipstick in Twig. I'm just not a big lipstick wearer. I'm more um, just... a gloss kind of gal. Yeah, me too. The Mare Juca. I feel like oh, that's yeah. all I need. Don't know if I'm saying that right either. I think it's like Maracuja. Cuja? Hmm. Maybe. I got a Buxom gloss this weekend. I'm uh... liking it. I tried their lipstick. I returned it. Didn't love it. Dolly Fever is what it was called. Wait, what lipstick did you return? Buxom. Oh. I said I got a gloss from them, and I do like it. It's like a plumping one, but it doesn't, like, burn your lips. Yeah. I don't mind a lip burn. I don't want things burning. I don't mind a lip burn. This one, it almost has, like, the slightest tinge, like, kind of like you ate a piece of gum. Hmm. Kind of spicy, but not like burning. I wonder if anybody else, in our, I wonder if our listeners are interested in what we're talking about right now. <laughs> Let us know. I think yeah. we're catching up with each other more than we're catching up with That's our listeners. That's because <laughs> y'all have moved away from me and I don't even get to talk to Lainey anymore. But I think we should note that Maggie and I both now have large photos of your face hanging in our cubicle. <laughs> And everyone who walks up to the front of the office now, I think, gets startled by mine because it kind of pokes out a little bit because at least five people a day come and ask me about it. And, and they're like, why do you have a picture of my I husband? just said that I missed you and now you're always with us. Yep, that's what people say. They're like, is this because you moved away from her? You don't want to forget what she looks like? I'm like, exactly. Uh, well, that does make me feel loved, but it's it's all good. It's I'm fine. I'm fine back here by I'm myself. Fine. Everything Everything's fine. fine. <laughs> Everything's fine. Um, but I do get to still interact with Maggie a lot. Yeah. Not as much with Lainey. I know. But now when we do get to interact, it's all... It's just Fun so awesome. conversation. It's just so awesome. So, Maggie, what else do we want to talk about? Mm, mm, mm. I don't know. Uh, 
have getting a new car. <laughs> Maggie's getting a new car. That's exciting. And does anybody want to guess what kind of car it is? <laughs> I'm like, they'll never guess. <laughs> Nobody will ever guess this. Maggie is purchasing my Acura RDX. And I'm freaking pumped because I've been rocking my 06 Camry since college. And it's time for an upgrade. Also, public service announcement. I'm just full of information today. If you need a new car, there are no cars. (laughs) In case you have not heard about the shortage. So, you know, I'm one of those people, like, it's kind of like whenever somebody's like, yeah, you have a Category 5 hurricane coming. I'm like, it's fine. It's not going to do anything. So when Patrick and I went to go look for new cars this past weekend, I'm like, there's got to be one. Nope. I went to three different lots. I still don't, I don't have a car. I had to order one. Isn't it funny the things that we choose to be optimist about? Right. Like, most of the time, the things that we have no control over, it's like, yeah, it'll all oh, work out. affect me. Yeah. yeah. I'm like, Psh, car shortage. Other people might not be able to find cars, but I will. Right. Car shortage, shortage, whatever. <laughs> I mean, I'm just going to buy this car. Like, it's fine. Nope. No car. What's also funny is that I sold my car before Melissa had a car. <laughs> yes. So, so I've been borrowing cars. And then Melissa's like, not only am I going to find a car, they're going to have me a rental, you know, that I can borrow. Well, okay. So this was the thing. I'm going to be honest with you. Yeah, so Maggie texted me. She's like, I sold my car. And whenever she said that, I was like, well, good for you. But I didn't realize she had actually sold the car and didn't have a vehicle. That was two and a half weeks ago, right? It was when I was in Fort Lauderdale. Yep. And so I get back from Fort Lauderdale. She's like, I know I'm borrowing a car. And I'm like, oh, okay, well, we'll go look for a car. I mean, you know, new cars are kind of exciting. So anyway, so we found one. Supposedly, it's actually being built on the on January 28th. This podcast comes out on the 31st. We'll see if it actually TBD. gets built. Yeah. Then it has to get on a ship, and that's where I get a little concerned because there's just ships stuck everywhere. My couch is on the ship that I ordered last April. Oh, oh my no. gosh. Oh, so that is, I did not mess with that with my new couch. Got it straight from Costco. Yeah, I'm getting a smidge frustrated. Um, well, I, there's a really cute sectional at Costco. You know, they have some cute furniture. Uh, yeah, I might do that. Because it's in the box and it's on the floor. But we went a couple Saturdays ago with the intent to buy the sectional that I saw. And someone was loading up the last one. Oh, no. As, as we were looking at it, you know, sitting on it, there goes the last the last model. Then they told us that they were expecting some more to come in, but to call back. Well, they got some more in. They bumped up the price $100. It's like, oh, COVID. So, uh... The, I, the car that I ended up getting, and that's a test drove this car. By the time that we went inside and found the car for me to order, the car that I test drove had been purchased. It's wild. Oh, my gosh. Like, so even if I wanted, because I was like, well, can I just purchase the car that I test drove and drive it for a month? And then whenever the new car comes in, like, I mean, does it depreciate that much in a month? Like, I was trying to get creative with this girl. Yeah. Um, she didn't really love that idea, but I did tell her, I was like, I mean, y'all don't have one loaner that you can loan me and I will pay like a rental fee for it. So I don't know. There's something weird with like the way the loaners work in the, the car dealerships, but I did, I might be able to get a rental car, but I'm bougie when it comes to cars. I'm not going to lie. So it kind of depends on what type of rental car it is. Yeah. That's just my thing. I feel like everybody has their thing. Cars are kind of my thing. I'm very practical in all other uh, areas of my life, I feel like. Mm. I mean, I buy most everything off of Amazon. I feel like I'm probably going to be ruined now 
Because I was not bougie when it comes to cars, clearly. I feel like I have you zero, will be. I have zero features. was not a bougie car. Yeah. And that whenever I ride in other people's, I'm like, oh. Wait, like what did I tell you? About, I told Maggie something the other day about my car, and she was like, <laughs> oh, you something. asked me if I had something. I'm like, <laughs> Melissa, get real. Like, you think I have, was it a backup camera or something? something like I'm like, no. <laughs> She's like, or serious or something. I was like, well, this car has serious if you oh, want it. Oh, that's what it was. And you were like, okay. <laughs> cool. Yeah, I'm, I think I'm most pumped about heated seats. Oh, because I don't know about y'all, but I can sit on a heating pad like every heated day of seats. my life. Yeah, it's a great driving car. It only has twenty five thousand miles on it. So Maggie's excited. I'm excited for her, and she might have to just come pick me up every day. Yep, I'll be your ride. Okay, carpool. Yeah. Well, you know, we go most places together anyway, so we might as well just. I'm not worried about not having a car. But you know what's really cute? I think Aaron is more excited. Like oh, he really? is. He is so pump to get me in this car Aww. well first of all because he's safe been, he's been wanting to get me in something nicer for like a really long time but i've been you know like just kicking him down how did we even like go down this like wh- what happened did i, I went tell car you? shopping oh. we were going to lake charles and i had just gone car shopping the weekend before because we were finally going to do it you know it's such a great time to buy a car you know <laughs> like but my car has 200,000 miles on it. Like, it's eventually going to stop working. And I didn't want to get into a situation where my car was broken and I was, like, needing a car right that moment. So we started looking. And I was just telling you how, you know, it didn't really love my my shopping experience. And you were like, you should buy my car. <laughs> oh, I did say that? That was my suggestion? Oh, yeah. Oh, okay. You should buy my car. And I was like... Oh, it's for sale? <laughs> well, it was either. I knew I was going to buy it. I, I, it was a lease, so I knew I was going to buy it just because it was going to be easier. And then I was going to be able to sell it to It you. was definitely your idea. Which, by the way, Maggie and I have no idea what we're doing with this uh, selling per- thing. We like. Luckily, we know people that do that. We haven't happened to have a notary in the office, thank goodness. Thanks, Amy like, B. We're like, we need a bill of sale? What is that? I'm like, you can't just go and like get cash and give it to me. No, it needs to be more official than that, apparently. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, so that's the car situation. You know, what else has gone on? My conference. Okay. First of all, Fort Lauderdale, this time of year. Mm. Great time of year to go. So, I got there on Wednesday. What? I'm just laughing because Melissa's in Fort Lauderdale on Martin Luther King Day. We're like, when half no one work. else has to work, and we get these <laughs> nice little beach pictures. <laughs> Me and Lady are just bitter. Like, we're we're just working. We're like, oh, wow, it must be nice. I was just already a little bit bitter that day because everyone in my life was like, you have to work today. And I was like, oh, yes, sorry. it's tax season. Right. I do have to work. Let me just explain something, <laughs> ladies. So I had a work conference from Wednesday to Friday, and I figured Patrick could just meet me there because I personally felt like I deserved a redo from Jackson Hole since I went to Jackson Hole and the city was demolished by Hurricane Ida and I couldn't relax. And I I sound very... I know that I don't sound grateful for my Jackson Hole experience. We had a great time. It's just hard. Like, that, I will forever remember I was in Jackson Hole when I Worried. Yeah. Worried, worried, worried. Like, the only time I really started to feel better. And it was like, Patrick could probably tell the difference in my mood. It was really by that, like, Wednesday or Thursday. Like, power was getting restored. People were able to get gas. I knew that all my people were safe right. here. I mean, yeah. you know. Well, and you like to unplug on a vacation. Yeah. And in that situation, you just couldn't. No. And the partners would not stop texting me. Yeah, which is, I, I, I mean, that makes sense. So yeah. anyway, so that was the original thought with Patrick. And now when I, we booked the trip, it was like in, you know, 
September before I, we had turnover and we were going to have three new people. So in hindsight, it wasn't a great time for me to extend my vacation. And I, But we'd already booked it. It's probably never a good time. So yes, I was in Fort Lauderdale, but I got there on Wednesday. And um, did I tell you about my connecting flight from Atlanta to Fort Lauderdale? About what happened on the plane? The crazies? The mask guy? Yes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, don't am, be a crazy mask. I am not trying to get political, but there, or whatever you want to call it, an opinion, but there are just certain rules in place, whether you agree with them or not, that if you want to fly, you have to follow. Okay. Mm-hmm. You cannot bring a gun on a plane. You cannot bring alcohol on a plane. You cannot say bomb on a plane. You can, There are just certain things that you can, if you are sitting in the exit row, you have to say the word yes, yeah. that you can, that, you know, I mean, the, um emergency exit that you can open the door. There are just certain things you have to do. Uh So, you know, at this day and age, and I've said this, like if my plane actually leaves the ground remotely close to time, I'm shocked. Right. I mean, I have no intention of actually getting anywhere nowadays. Okay. So I connect in Atlanta. I sit at this little like restaurant bar. I get some work done. Marta's texting me. She actually connected in new Orleans. So she's in the new Orleans airport when I'm in Atlanta get on my plane, get on the flight, side note, uh, I'm at a Delta and I'm going to write them an email because I paid to reserve my seat. Apparently you don't get a seat until you check in. So I paid beforehand to reserve my seat and they still bumped my ass to the back of the plane. Oh, I almost threw a tantrum. You know, remember when Michael Brayard said he threw a mantrum? Mm-hmm. Okay, I almost threw a tantrum. I don't want to sit in the very back of the plane. I'm sorry. I just don't. I'm too old for that. So I'm sitting in the very back of the plane and... This lady who's sitting next to me looks at me. She goes, ooh, I think we have a no masker. And I was like, what? And she was like, I don't think that guy up there is wearing his mask. Now, because I'm in the back of the plane by the propeller. <laughs> you can't hear the by the end, I can't hear shit. Okay. <laughs> so here's my thing. And I'm just going to vent. One, I wanted to ask this guy. What did you think was going to happen when you got on the plane right. and refused to wear a mask? Like, did you think that they were going to be like, oh, we're sorry. Like, you look perfectly healthy. You're in your 30s. Like, we're Have you s- not seen the videos? Like, no. I mean, I don't understand this, okay? You're not going to... I'm sorry, dude. You're not going to change the world on this no, flight. Okay, no. all you're literally doing at this point is inconveniencing every other passenger. It was an hour before we started backing up. I just can't believe people are still doing it. And now everyone on that plane is either going to miss their connections or have to communicate that this has gone on yeah. with their ride or whatever. Going to be late. Yeah. 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 So they should, to me. It accomplishes zero. <laughs> to me, if you have a zero tolerance policy, Delta, which they do, and the pilot was very, or the captain was very adamant about it, why are, they basically tried to negotiate with the guy. Like, look, will you wear your mask? No, he's not going to wear his mask. Get him off. Get him I know. Marta was like, can y'all just vote him off? And, like, I don't know how the people around him were calm. Like, I would have been like, get off of the plane. Patrick Torino would have never held his tongue if he would have been really. No, Patrick would have been like, uh, what are we doing? I mean, like, what if somebody missed their connecting flight? Yeah. yeah. So a lot of times people I find are a little too calm on flights. Like, they're just more like, they don't get rowdy about stuff, about... Because they're probably worried about getting thrown off. Well, that's true. You know? Valid. Valid point. But still and all, you know, so then, like, he ends up going, getting off the plane, and then his girlfriend, like, makes this big scene because she's, like, all upset. I think they But was she gone. wearing a mask? Yeah. Oh. I just don't understand. No. That's grounds for a breakup. 
Like, I, I can't be with you. I don't, <laughs> nobody wants, nobody's like, I can't wait to get on that plane. I can't wait to get in the airport. Well, maybe people are. I'm not like, I can't wait to get in the airport and wear a mask for five hours. But you know what? Yeah. If you want to fly and you want to travel these days, there's just things that you have to do. And we're probably going to be doing this for, especially on planes and public transportation. I think we're going to be doing this for the next couple of years. I can't so, help but wonder. So find a mask that maybe is cute and comfortable and move on. I can't help but wonder if Delta was like, not wanting the video on the internet. Oh, so absolutely. Absolutely. Try, like, absolutely. You know, everyone's just afraid of getting canceled. They are. You know? They are. Absolutely. Which and is I, so annoying. And, and I don't, I can't say that I blame them. I'm sure it's easier for me to say to kick the guy off the plane in five minutes than to try to negotiate Well, with and them. I'm sure like the flight attendants or whoever were talking to him, they don't want their face all over social media mm-hmm. either. Yeah. Yeah. So the flight, I did hear the flight attendant because also be crazy. when you're in the back of the plane, you get to hear all the gossip from the flight attendants. And so the flight attendant did say that this captain was very supportive of getting the guy off of the plane. So the guy gets off of the plane and the captain comes on and he's like, if you couldn't tell, we had somebody who would not comply with our face mask policy. And that is why he left the plane. I was like, well, good riddance to you. So anyway, so I get to Fort Lauderdale and I've never been to Fort Lauderdale. Uh, I've kind of, I've been to Miami and right outside Miami. I feel like it kind of has a little bit of a Miami vibe, but it was just, it was the, like I said, the weather was great. We were pretty busy all day on Thursday and then we had half a day on Friday and Patrick ended up meeting me there. He didn't get in until like 6.30 on Friday. Um, so there were a lot of people that stayed and a lot of them I'm friends with. And so like Katie, who was on the podcast, Marta had left on Friday, but a lot of people that I'm friends with. And so we ended up on the beach that afternoon and it was just like, it was like perfect weather. It was, it was, it it got a little chilly around like four when the sun started to set. Mm. But yeah, we had a really good time. And me and we stayed in Patrick and I, I was at the West End and then we went to the Conrad and it was just, it was just a nice, like relaxing trip. I'm sure there's more to do in Fort Lauderdale than what we did, but like one day we just took like an hour and a half walk and then went and sat by the pool. And then one day it was raining, so we went and had brunch and bellinis at like, you know, noon till two. And then I came back and I took a two hour nap and then we went to dinner. That sounds amazing. You guys that sounds like the most perfect day. Yeah. yeah. And it really was relaxing. And truthfully, because it was Martin Luther King Day and a lot of people weren't working, I didn't. I actually, I think I got like three emails the entire time. It really wasn't until we got back on Wednesday. Yeah, I didn't feel needed, and that was a good feeling because I have a great team. Yeah. Hey, worked hard to get here. Yes. (laughs) Please don't leave. (laughs) Yes, and Maggie, so how's your new marketing role going? It's awesome. I mean, I get to work with my pension peeps and Lainey. And I'm introducing her to all of our cool people. That we work with outside of the office. Yeah. Yeah. It's been good. I mean, I'm I feel so... like we're getting there with the transition. I remember, I feel we like are. before it was just kind of hard with the new people, but I feel like the partners and everybody knows like what mm-hmm. your role is. And I think that's, I'm so glad that Lainey is still here. Like if Lainey had left, you know, to pursue another opportunity, I don't know. I don't know that it would be going so well, but she's been wonderful. Yes. I feel like y'all make a good team. Me too. And I can tell that um, Maggie's got a little bit more like, a little bit of, not a fire under her butt, I don't think that's the right way, a little bit more spark and passion about it. Yeah. Because I feel like we're getting to the point where you're getting to do what you want to do with the 401k side, as opposed to like, the stuff that you don't like to do. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. No, it's- Maggie's a great fit too. It, it does make a lot of sense. Let's tell our audience how many meetings you've gone on without me. 
for the for 2022? Yeah. I think I've been to like three or four. She's been to three or four meetings without me. I'm not even getting invited to meetings anymore. Oh, wow. Now he was like, are you having FOMO? And I'm like, actually, I'm not. This is perfect. <laughs> I've worked so hard to get to this point, please. Well, you don't do go have on. a little bit of FOMO because we have wonderful clients and we work with awesome people. So I like tell her what we talked about the meeting. She's like, well. Uh, yeah, I mean, to an extent. You miss some of the people. I, but I also know that, like, I will see them again at some particular point. Yes. So that's been good. Um, what else for 2022? I'm telling you, it's January is a, a blur. Did anybody come up with a word for the year? Like a personal word for yourself? Yeah. I have a word of the year. You oh, do. what is it? Please like share. My word this year is gratitude because I feel like I need to practice it more. And when I do... I feel better about my life and everything. And I feel like when I get overwhelmed and get caught up like with life and I'm not practicing gratitude as much, like my life is a whirlwind. Yeah. I feel like I had a word, but I don't remember what it is. I like hearing people's words. I have trouble setting down one, but, um, setting on one, but, um, Jill told me, try, I get to. Not I have to. Yes, I like, like that. changing that in your head because I mm. feel like it kind of core everything kind of comes back to gratitude. Oh but, yeah, um, just how you view things. I literally said that to myself yesterday morning when I decided to because of this ear thing and what the uh, procedures that I've had to have. I can't lift anything heavy over my head, and so I've just backed off of the weightlifting. I've been doing the Peloton ride, and he even told me not to do a strenuous Peloton ride in the 30-minute one I did yesterday. Almost killed me. <laughs> I didn't mean for it. Such a good but listener. in the middle, in the middle of the ride, I was like, oh my God, you know, this is hard. And I was like, but I get to move my body. Yeah. But today I did a recovery ride. Yeah, I get to, not I have to. Yeah. yeah. Very, is, I like that a lot. I, another one, like where you just change the word, say, instead of saying, I don't have time, Say it's not a priority. Mm. Yeah, like sometimes we get caught in the busy Olympics and we're like, I don't, I don't have time. But really, if you don't have the, time, for the reality it, it's is not, not a priority. priority. Right, yeah. that is true. It's kind of like it, we can be super busy at work, and I know I should probably skip a workout and get to work an hour early, and I will never do that. Yeah, mm-hmm. or skip a walk. I just, I know, I know my mental abilities at that point. And one of the other things that I've gotten a little bit better at too, and part of this is because. I, I don't, I'm not a member of a gym where there's like certain times of classes. And I did that intentionally when my insomnia started to get bad. That was, that was contributing to my insomnia and knowing I need, I was supposed to get up to go to this class. And if you don't, then you get charged 10 bucks, mm-hmm. you know, is really listening to my body. And if I get here at nine 30 and I really needed to get here at eight 30, but I need an extra hour of sleep. I need an extra hour of sleep. Everything gets done every year. Everything gets done. Yeah. I've also been kind of proud of myself, like, on my emails, too. So, my old style was, like, basically answer every email as quick as possible. Some of them, especially if it's at the end of the day and I need to do something, like, I just got an email from someone and I'm going to have to look into it. Well, I'm not even going to respond. We're recording this in the afternoon. I'm sorry. I will do that. I'm sorry, sorry, but I will do that at a later date. And no one's ever said Wow. wow. Took you forever. Yes. <laughs> I've been waiting here, waiting for your response. <laughs> so, you know, I think like, so, I, and I do think I've said this before. I think the older you get, no offense to you ladies, but it's just like things start to become more in perspective, you know? So, and some people learn that very early on in their careers. I 
my personality, I'm not really like that. So it just takes a while to kind of figure it out. You know, it's like me and Maggie were talking about earlier. It's like working in a public accounting firm, there are just certain times of the year where the volume of work is higher. But, you know, I'm very adamant about how do we make it to where it's a more enjoyable experience year round. Because if you have four months that are miserable out of the year, who wants to do that for the next 35 years? Maybe some people. Not Melissa Torita. Yeah. That's just my that's just my two cents. And if you can get it, I mean, it takes a long time to figure it out. Don't don't get me wrong. The, you know, my first eight years here, it was pretty pretty brutal. January through through March. Lenny, are you planning on getting a gratitude journal or keeping one? Well, I do want, which it's almost February and I haven't started. I do just want to start journaling it again. Mm-hmm. I used to be pretty good about journaling, but then it kind of became. Kind of like the same idea as, like, I have to read tonight. Like, it kind of became... Too much pressure. Like... Yeah, I was putting too much pressure on myself. And it almost became, like, a, something I had to do and not something I got to do. Kind of like you mm-hmm. said. Like, I must write down what I did today. Whereas, I feel like I need to... If I start journaling again, do it more like... Jot down a few things mm-hmm. and not, like, recap my entire day. Because that was just overwhelming. Make mm-hmm. it into something that you enjoy yeah. as opposed to something Maybe that... I need to do, like, the line a day. I'm telling you what. I love that one line a day journal. It does not yeah. overwhelm me. And it's kind of funny to me, like, some of the things that I end up writing in it. Because you don't have that much space. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And for the most part, I'm very, I'm very general with my writing. So, you know... Unless something really great has happened and something that I want to remember. Like some days it's, wow, that was a whirlwind of a day, but da 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 Like the past couple of days have been, I made it through my little procedure thing that I had to go through. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes it's like something that happened right at the end of the day. And other times it's like, I'm, it's nighttime and I'm writing about how I went on a great walk with a friend in the morning. It's just weird. I feel like it's What's more of a subconscious that? thing. Yeah. Whatever I'm thinking about at that moment is what I write down. Maybe so I need to try that. My mom started a journal. When did she start it? I think she's been going at it for over a year. And I, I don't know. This is not, I don't mean to be morbid, but like one day she won't be here. And like how special are those little entries yeah. going to be in that journal? Like oh. just to like be with her on that mm-hmm. day and stuff. And then um, I think a lot of it, some people like they're just so cr- critical of the things that you write. Like, everything everything you write doesn't have to be perfect, you know? It doesn't have to be so thoughtful and amazing. Yeah. Like, just put some words on a piece of paper and, and don't, like, critique yourself. Mm-hmm. No one's going to be... Yeah, I don't I don't think about that too much. But I, I do. Like, with language... In your journal? Like, I relate to you. Yeah. You want it to be, like... I want it to still sound nice. Yes. And, oh, I'm not worried about that. But I will say, one thing I did this year, and I think I kind of did it subconsciously, is I didn't really put a lot of pressure on myself at the start of the new year. Like... I didn't sit sit down and make a list of goals or resolutions or anything. And I didn't even think of my word until a couple weeks into the year. Mm -hmm. And I'm feeling like very refreshed right now. Yeah. Like I feel like it was probably good that I didn't put a lot of pressure on myself at the beginning of this year. Mm -hmm. I want to say Patrick and I talked about what we wanted out of 2022. And that is um, reconnecting with some of our friends that we haven't connected with in a long time. And, you know, we, being that we don't have children, a lot of our friends do, and they are just busy. I mean, 
my nephews right now, like Major was in a basketball tournament last weekend. I mean, that's it, that is literally the entire weekend, you know. So we are when this comes out, we'll have had some of our friends over at our new house, and I, and one of the things I can't remember where I read it. It might have been on Instagram. But I've basically been waiting to have people over at my house until, like, I got all my furniture. And then I realized, you know, it's nobody's going to walk in and look at my old couch and say anything. So we're really excited about that. And I feel like that's going to be – it's been the, – the best way I can put my thought the past couple of years is I feel like just – the environment and COVID and ne- and this uncertainty of it all and the stress of it all, I think it's taken a toll on everyone in different ways. And for me personally, it has made me want to just go home and sit in my house in my pajamas and like drink wine yeah, with yeah. just Patrick, you know, but I'm very extroverted and I love doing things with people. Kind of like when we went to the um, white, was it like white light night that we white went to? Night. And we were yeah. all kind of like, you know, it's been a long week, but like we all went and it was just perfect. Like we yeah. stayed the perfect amount of time. We had a great time and we were so like. It was exactly what we needed. It was exactly we what. didn't know we needed yeah, it. Exactly. And so I think that's where sometimes you don't know what you need. And in the back of your mind, you're like, okay, this is one more commitment. It's one more thing to do. I and I feel like everybody has a different balance, right? So for me and Patrick, on the weekends, we really just like one night to kind of chill. Mm-hmm. And then we like another night, I kind of like to do something, but we got into this habit of kind of not really doing anything. Um, it's hard to get out of it. It's so. hard to get out of it. I wouldn't say that we were like stuck in a rut, like because we watch movies and we enjoy each other's company, yeah. but like we were, I mean, I lost touch with Emma who used to work here for over a year, you know, and um, I just reconnected with her reconnected with my friend Rebecca, reconnected with people we went to high school with that I haven't seen in two years. I'm super fortunate that my friend Dana now works here um, because she's my bestie and it's just not, we are in different departments, (laughs) but you know, it's just nice. Now I'm just like, it's been crazy because Dana and I really, I don't want to say we lost touch. We did our girls trip once a year, but we weren't like texting every day. I don't know. It's been, uh, that's, and I feel like that, that makes me feel happy for 2022, not overwhelmed Yeah, and setting those boundaries. So I do feel like one of the, I have gotten better at that. Like if people want me to do something and I have too much on my plate that week, I can't do it that week, you know, Mm -hmm. as I, you know, decided to be on a committee for the national conference that I go to every year. No big deal. NBD. Yeah. I agree. I kind of rambled on there, but. Yeah. I like what you said. I agree. And I, it's done that in my household, too. Like, to the point where it's hard to get Aaron to do anything now. I'm like, he doesn't want me to put things on our on our calendar. But I'm like, mm-hmm. you know, I'm ready to get back out there, yeah. babe. Yeah. <laughs> Come on. Well, and that's to me where, like, an extrovert and an introvert or an introvert who needs that extroversion and needs that social interaction, you know, like, me and Patrick aren't the same people. I think Patrick would probably, babe, I don't mean to speak for you. I think, I mean, Patrick's kind of a homebody. But yes. he also likes to be around his friends. And at the end of the day, whether you're introverted or extroverted, I think that human connection is super important. And that has been the hardest thing that most people, that most people have gone through with mm-hmm. COVID. And I just cannot do another Zoom meeting. I mean, good Lord. Yeah. You know, um... It is. It has been tough. 
Relationships are everything. Yeah, they really are. But you, and on the flip side, though, like I said, there is I hate to use the word balance, but there's a fine line between completely wearing yourself out and not getting what you want out of it. So, like, mm-hmm. let's say we would have gone to white light night and we would have like gotten a wild hair and gone out afterwards, right? I'm not saying we wouldn't have had fun, but I think we would have woken up the next morning tired, exhausted, mm-hmm. and not as fulfilled. Yeah, personally, I just do. I think we had the perfect amount of fun. Yeah, definitely. You just have to listen to your body, you know. Easier said than done sometimes. Yeah, this is true. So, too much of a good thing is not always a good thing. (laughs) Right. Maggie's working on that, though. Right, Maggie? Yeah. Yeah. Morning after Christmas party, morning after white light night, different feelings. Yeah. (laughs) Morning after Christmas party, I was pretty good because I came home. I felt fine because I always wake up fine. But it was a fun crit. Now, I will say, that might be the exception to the rule, because I think y'all had fun when y'all went out. Oh, definitely. I always like to go out after those kinds of things. Yeah, it's fun. And it's I never do that, so. Yeah. Well, and it's, I always think it's fun to see people that you work with in that environment. Mm-hmm. Obviously, like, not all the time, but, like, I went out after the crawfish boil and Christmas party, and it kind of breaks down some of those, like, not breaking down boundaries and then unhealthy way but mm-hmm. but I mean like it's just nice to be able it to get to know people outside work yep it's nice to be able to get to know people outside of work yeah you know mm-hmm. so anyway I don't know if I have anything else well I was just gonna say since your word of the year is gratitude one of my favorite people and podcasts and radio <laughs> is Amy Brown's Four Things and she partners with the shop board, and they always give back to other, mm-hmm. you know, they give back to Haiti. They'll, they build um, houses for heroes and stuff, but they have stuff that you can buy, and, you know, it may not, it's not going to be the cheapest journal out there, but mm-hmm. when you buy it, you're giving to something else, and they oh. have a gratitude journal. I need to check that out. I got um, one. My mom gave me one for Christmas. It's super cute, and, like, they designed it. I mean, it's probably cooler to me just because I love Amy Brown and, like, everything she does. Yeah, but, but it's, like, super – it's super cute and it's super simple. So, like it's not, like – I've looked at other gratitude journals. It has writing prompts. It has stickers. But it's not super guided. So, it doesn't – I don't really like to be a forced guided journal like that. Mm-hmm. It's four blank spaces, basically. I like that. Mm-hmm. And it has quotes built in, too. Okay. So, go check it out. I like something short and simple because, like I was saying, too much – Makes me want to put it off. And look how cute it is. It's adorable. That is cute. Send Love hard, that. choose joy, laugh often, give thanks. Yeah, send me that link. Yeah. We'll link it in the show notes, too. Any parting thoughts, ladies? So we've got a book. We've done some product recs. We recapped yeah. January. I started school. <gasps> Lady, you <laughs> did start school. Tell us how it's going. Um, well, this is my second week. <laughs> but, um, yeah, it's kind of interesting because it's an entirely online program. So it's really just like at your own pace. There's not like a set oh. class time or anything. Um, so I tend to do it kind of towards the end of the week. Um, but I really enjoyed it so far. I think I missed just like reading and learning. I kind of want to go back to school. I loved school. I, but I, I loved school, too. And what's great about the program I'm doing is, like, 
It's not very test heavy. I mean, I have like final papers for both of my classes that I'm in right now, but they're like due at the end of the, it's not a full semester. It's called a module, but, um, this is your master's in HR. It's master's in leadership and human resource development. Yes. And I love that. And Lainey, do we want to tell the audience, um, what you did whenever you told me you wanted to do this? Uh, that I cried at lunch. <laughs> Let's be, I'm going to be vulnerable a little bit with Corley. <laughs> we go, she schedules this lunch, and I'm like, oh, God, why is Lainey scheduling a lunch? And then she's telling me about it, and I'm like, that sounds awesome, and she's crying. And I'm like, what's wrong? <laughs> what did I do? No, I, she was, I think I might have made you, sometimes I make people nervous. I, first off, I'm just an easy crier. I always have been, and... I wasn't, like, sad or upset or anything, but I think I was just nervous to tell you. <laughs> I hate that I make people nervous. Do I ever make you No, it, it's not you. It, I think it would it have been the same anyway, for anyone. Okay. Yeah. Yeah? I make you nervous? I'm selling you my car. I know. <laughs> I know. I guess not so much anymore. Our, our relationship, I think, is... I, I knew you weren't going to react poorly, but I also just didn't know how you were going to oh, react okay. either. Well, that's, that's okay. I didn't want you to think I was, like, up and leaving or anything. Yeah, that's that's fair. Speaking of being vulnerable, when the doctor told me about this ear, this, you know, hearing loss thing, I started crying in his office. I mean, you would have thought he told me, like, I was going to have to quit my job. Have you ever seen the Kristen, Kristen Bell episode on Ellen no. where they bring in a sloth? She's no. she loves sloths. Yeah. Um, but she said something, and it, and it resonated with me. She's like, if I'm not between a, like a five and a seven, I'm crying. Like if I'm just a little too sad or a little too happy. Oh, yeah. Keep going. I just remember I want to say something. Oh, okay. Well, well you didn't say it. I, I I'm probably butchering butchering the story, but it's a funny. I think she's like on Ellen on either ends, either end of like a range. If she's a little too happy or a little too sad, she's crying. I'm yeah. like, I feel that on so many levels because I'm just... Look, never you're know. a Capricorn. I'm a Cancer. We're both crybabies. It's okay. Gosh, it's exhausting. Uh, mine just me. really depends. I feel like mm-hmm. I'm... I feel like I'm either super strong, like I'm a I'm badass, yeah. or I'm like, people are catching me in a very vulnerable moment. Mm-hmm. You're a Sagittarius... Wait, Scorpio. No. Scorpio. Yeah. Does that make sense, Lainey? Yes. Okay. Oh. Okay. Lainey's, Lainey's very... I don't know that, but I know mostly just, like, about my own stuff. Yeah. But... But you are. You, you are. are. You're like... You. You're like a stone... You're like a brick wall, and then you're like a puddle. <laughs> yes. There's no in-between There's no in-between. Yeah. I mean, I'm either like... Like, when this doctor told me this, Nestor, I mean, it was like... I mean, I was like... <gasps> yeah. <laughs> terrible tears. Yeah. So, I mean, I called you when we lost... T- whenever yeah. I couldn't find Tucker, and I was like, I can't find Tucker. You can't stay world. strong forever. But see, I'm almost like that, time. too, because I feel like sometimes there's situations where I'm, like, surprised that I'm not upset at, and I am, like, surprisingly like have it all together so I don't know if it's just like how like the mood like you were saying Maggie like the mood I'm already in or if when Mercury's I get, in retrograde or Mercury's in retrograde <laughs> I thought you were gonna say or time of the month yes or that <laughs> so you that know there's lots of factors um wait did I talk about this show when you said about like just like I don't know why that made me think about the show did I talk about the show making it on our last podcast Sometimes I have trouble knowing if you talked about it on the podcast or in real life. Or in okay, so let me just let's just pretend yeah. like I didn't. Okay, so uh, if anybody needs just like a feel good show, it's got uh, Amy Poehler 
and the other guy from Parks and Recreation, his name escapes me. And it's a competition of crafts people. Like, the whole point is oh, making things. I think I've seen things. this, like, advertised. And let me just tell y'all, it is just like, I think, I don't remember if I said this on the podcast, but it's like a competition, but it's a friendly competition. So, like, when somebody ends up leaving the competition, like, me and Patrick always cry. And now we're watching Lego Masters because that's a show and we are like invested in this well, Lego that's, Masters. That's like why I like the Great British Baking Show because like oh, that one, they're all like, it is not like an American cooking competition where everyone's like Brutal. trying to yeah. win. Yeah. I mean, obviously you go on it to win, but like the, just like the British people in this show are all so nice to each other. Like if they have time left over at the end, they go and help each other or like. If someone needs an ingredient, they'll give it to them. Or I feel like if that uh, show was filmed here, they'd be like, ha no, you can't have my... They'd be like sabotaging. Whatever. Yeah, yeah, that's what I like about this. It's like everybody so becomes nice. friends. And so when people end up leaving, they all end up crying and they give each other hugs. And the Lego Masters, let me just tell you all something. Patrick was like, do you want to watch this? And I was like, yeah, that's fine. Uh, these people... Now, the show's like, you know, 35, 45 minutes. But like their very first challenge was 16 hours. Oh, that sounds awful. Jeez. To create these Lego, I mean, and some of the things that these people create, and they have to have a story behind it and explain their story. And I'm just like, I mean, every every show, I end up tearing up. I'm Aww. like, oh, they're leaving. I turn it into a sap. I know, I am. So, okay, well. It's okay. It's okay. You cry a little more, I'll cry a little less. I think that'd be good for us. <laughs> feel like I literally do feel like I, I I turned 40 and either I changed or my life changed or life just threw some things at me that I was not necessarily prepared for. We're always changing. And I do feel like you turn 40 and you start caring less about what other people think. And as you get closer to 40, you really start caring less about what other people think. Yeah. My, and it's a great feeling. My dad said that the other day. He's like, you know. I'm the older I get, the less I care about, you know, because he, he's not, he was not a confrontational person. But now if he gets mad, they, they mess with me at Costco and they, they made me mad and he called and complained because <laughs> they're not going to be mean to his baby. Oh yeah. My dad would have done the same thing. He would have not done that. That, too. that was my mom. That was my mom all over. Like at, growing up, she was, she was going to talk to the manager kind of thing. But, um, it's your mom and Karen. She was crazy. She was yeah. hormonal. I, think. Only, I, I, I told the story. The only time my mom got mad is when I didn't get into National Honor Society, and she oh, was yeah. pissed. And I was, and I, that's was just. I love that story about my mom because she is very like you know fair, and maybe they're having a bad day, and I'm not going to get upset. But no, 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 no. She was, she was not having it anymore. Yeah. My dad, I don't know because my dad is like my. I was telling the doctor yesterday because you know. I had to go see him three days in a row. Um, and he knows my dad. I was like, my dad has such a great disposition, though. I don't know. I And so does my mom. I really don't know. Yes, I do. I got my disposition from Tootie. <laughs> Paige's mom. <laughs> Calling it out there. Me and Tootie know this about each other. But, like, it's just weird because I feel like my brother and my sister kind of have a disposition like my mom and my dad. And then you got yeah. oldest grandchild, oldest child over here. So, okay. Well, I guess we need to wrap up and get back to work. This is fun. Was. Thanks to all of our listeners. I think that we still have a pretty decent following. We do. We have some loyal listeners out there. We have some loyal and listeners. And we love y'all. 
And we love y'all. Keep listening, because I will tell you, starting a podcast is one thing, but keeping people engaged yeah. is another. I mean, we even love the non-loyal ones. We just love all the listeners. Yeah. We do. You know, My and we would love for each listener to read to reach out to us at some yeah, point. Yeah, I was going to say, say hey. send, you, send us suggestions, but I was going to say my friend Madison, I'm going to give her a shout out, I guess. Um, she was, you know, there from the beginning, and she texted me the other day and said, I'm a year behind. I'm listening to the episode. Um, it was the episode with Narisha. She said it's the third episode of 2021. That's <laughs> okay. That's and I was like, that's okay. There. Yeah. Aww. And so I love that our episodes, you know, once we publish one, they're there. So, I mean, yeah. y'all can always go back and listen to any episode. What's cool about that, though, is like, Okay, like we've had a we've had a few episodes, and it's like it brings back like a fun memory. And it she's does. catching it, and we're like, oh, we're reminded, like Narisha. Like, and I also, yeah. just want to remind our listeners: while we are not famous podcasters, we are still people, and we would love for a people. We lo- we love it when we get when we have interactions with our listeners. Yes, send us a DM. We. You never know who's going to respond because it could be any it of us. It could be any but... of us. We try to sign our name, I feel like, whenever um, we do respond. Maybe I need to be better about that. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it's the Louisiana Ladies podcast team that ends up, one of us ends up responding. And yeah, we really, speaking of reconnecting, you know, I feel like when we first started the podcast, we got a lot of good feedback. And, you know, I get it that people are busy, but seriously, suggestions. Criticism, yeah. constructive criticism. We are not podcast professionals, um, even though Lainey is about to start a business and how to help people start a podcast. Ain't no shame in a side hustle. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we really want to connect with some of our listeners. I said this, I think, on um, uh, another, I think at the beginning for one of our guests that we had in January. If you want to be a guest on the podcast, if you want to share your story, if you just want to come and meet us, I mean, I feel like we're kind of fun. Everyone that gets done recording, they're like, that was so fun. Everyone that gets done recording says that that was fun. It is a very fun and enjoyable experience, and we would love to meet you and hear your story. Men, too, because we have our Louisiana lads on. People that aren't in the state, we can do it. We can do it. We've done several on Zoom, so. When um, Daryl sent that email about Phyllis... Like, that, was that not the best? It was the best. So we had a financial advisor listen to our episode with Phyllis Grubion, and he listened to it at 4 a.m. while he was walking on Saturday morning. In the dark. Freezing. Freezing. And he was like, I not only did I look like a Looney Tune because I was walking. He gets up, like, super early. He was like, not only did I look like a Looney Tune because I was walking at 4 a.m., I was also laughing out loud on this <laughs> podcast with Phyllis, so it looked kind of crazy. But that's what we hope. We hope that people can listen to these and it gets your mind off of things and, you and you know. feel like you're talking to a friend. Yes. Yeah. I feel like sometimes the podcast has made us disconnect from some people because they feel like they talk. People are like, did I talk to you about this or did I hear that on the podcast? Mm-hmm. So reach out to us. We, we love all of our supporters and, uh, you know, clearly couldn't do this without Maggie and Lainey. They're the best. Oh, I love mm-hmm. us. <laughs> Go team. Go team. team. All right. We ended that on a high note. Well, thanks, everyone. Hope that you have a good week as we roll into February and hope to touch base with some of y'all soon. Bye. Bye.